Most Christians are familiar with the imagery and implications of the Heavenly Father, God, getting a bride for His Son, the Lord Jesus. But what of the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that God is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. And yet, the Holy Spirit is symbolized throughout Scripture in many ways. In this study, Seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures, we will discover pictures of the invisible God. Let's join Evangelist Scott Pauley now and get better acquainted with the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Fire is either tremendously beneficial or tremendously destructive. And it all depends on your relationship to the fire. Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that our God is a consuming fire. One of the pictures of God's power and might all through Scripture is that a fire, if you have a right relationship with God, that fire is beneficial. It's working in your life to accomplish every good thing. Uh, but if you don't know the Lord, if you are under the judgment of God, then that fire is terribly destructive. Again, it all depends on your relationship to God. Now, we're seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures. We're looking for these beautiful symbols and pictures of the Holy Ghost of God found all through Scripture. And today we've come to one that I think all of us can understand, and that is fire. And when I'm sitting beside a fireplace in the middle of the winter, uh, how beautiful it is, how warm it is, how wonderful it is. But when I see a house engulfed in flames, how terribly destructive. Now, when it consumes every good thing and suddenly in a moment it's gone away. Well, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given to aid and to benefit the believer. Uh, but in the end, the Holy Spirit is also the spirit of justice and of judgment. One of the early references to the Holy Spirit's work as fire is found all the way back in the book of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 4 and verse number 4, we read this, When the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion, and shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof, by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. You see, fire is used to refine, to purge out the dross, and to bring forth something that is much better doesn't that sound like the work of the Holy Spirit of God? Uh, he's purging. He's refining. This, this is his work in our hearts, our unholy hearts, to make us like the Holy God. Uh, this is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Then when you come to the book of Matthew in the New Testament related to the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, John the Baptist said this, Matthew chapter 3, verse number 11, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Then he says in verse 12, Whose fan is in his hand, and he will throughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So the Holy Ghost here is connected to fire in a positive way to God's people, a gathering those who are sincere believers, purging out the draws, and in a destructive way to those who reject the Lord, who are under the judgment of Almighty God. Do you remember in Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost to indwell every believer? 
What was one of the pictures? What was one of the symbols of his work that day? Well, read Acts chapter 2, verse number 3. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. A fire, fire, fire. I'm telling you, this is one of the great lasting pictures of the work of the Holy Spirit of God in all of our hearts. Let me give you one more. It comes from the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 4, verse number 5. When John saw the Lord in his glory on the throne, listen to verse 5. Out of the throne proceedeth lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Now, we'll come back to this number 7 later in this study on the Holy Spirit, but I want you to see the burning. I want you to see the lighting. I want you to see the heat emanating from the throne, and it is connected to the work of the Holy Spirit. So with that in mind, let me give you just a few observations about the fire of the Holy Spirit today. First of all, fire consumes. May I tell you what the Holy Spirit wants to do? He wants to consume us, and not in a bad way, in a wonderful way, our lives to be absolutely taken up with who God is, the fire of the Holy Spirit burning in our hearts. Do you remember in the early days of your Christian experience, the zeal on the inside? You were consumed with God and spiritual realities and how wonderful it was to be saved. Oh, that was the work of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Have we allowed that fire to ebb low? Have we allowed that light and that heat to be diminished in our lives? I'll tell you what we need. We need some spiritual kindling wood right now. We need to go back to first principles and remind ourselves of who God is, what God has done in our life, and why he saved us to start with. And when that happens, the fire begins to to burn and to consume, uh, to consume every part of our life and to burn out the things that shouldn't be there. And so it brings me to a second principle. Fire not only consumes, fire purges. It cleanses literally from the inside. Uh, it, uh, it burns away the chaff, the dross. It refines. It leaves only that which is substantive and valuable. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to do in all of our life. This is the work of sanctification. Oh, Holy Spirit, burn out of my life the things that do not bring God glory. Bring forth, in the words of the New Testament, uh, a vessel of honor a vessel that has been refined, that is prepared and meet for the master's use. Only the Holy Spirit can do that, and he does that by removing the things that do not bring God glory. So fire consumes and it purges, and then fire lights. It lights the way. Uh, Imagine an ancient candle or lantern or lamp being used. Uh, This is the Holy Spirit's work. He illuminates. I love Ephesians chapter 1, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Well, that enlightenment is not education. That enlightenment is not just some experience. That enlightenment is the work of the Holy Spirit. If there's any light in the darkness, if there's any light in this dark world, it is the light of the Holy Spirit. So his fire consumes and purges and lights, and then it warms. Might I even go a step further and say it melts? Our hearts get so cold, don't they? Maybe today there's some hardness and indifference in you towards the things of God. Uh, Just pray right now, Holy Spirit, melt that. Uh, May the warmth of God's love and power and the work of the Holy Spirit 
just warm my heart again towards spiritual things. Uh, let the Holy Spirit do his work in you. And then one more. A fire not only consumes and purges and lights and warms, it also empowers. Uh, think about how uh, certain plants are powered by fire, and that fire burning on the inside produces so many wonderful things. Do you need power to live today? Do you need power to witness? Uh, do you need power to serve? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. And you need a power that is not your own. It only comes from God and is placed in us by the fire of the Holy Spirit. And as we yield to the Holy Spirit, we see him consuming and purging and lighting and warming and empowering. Let me leave you today with an admonition from Paul's writing to the church at Thessalonica, 1 Thessalonians 5.19. You ready? Quench not the Spirit. Look, you can't put the fire of the Holy Spirit out. He is fire. He is God. He is all of this and more. But I'll tell you what you can do. You can diminish the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. You can hinder him. You can quench what he's trying to do in you. Don't push back against the Holy Spirit today. Don't fight against God. Instead, yield yourself to the work of the Holy Spirit and watch what the fire does in you. May the power of God's Holy Spirit reside on us as we follow the Lord with our lives. For additional resources about the Holy Spirit, visit enjoyingthejourney.org and click on the search icon. On just the subject of the Holy Spirit, you will find dozens of links to podcasts or sermons in which Scott teaches on the Holy Spirit. Also, if you would like to hear more of Scott's Bible studies and full-length sermons, be sure to visit his YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.